You are listening to Through the Greenhouse Haze on Open Lines Radio. Check out Holly on Instagram at Stony Immaculate. Check out Mark on Instagram at TinCan.Telephone. Check out the Through the Greenhouse Haze Instagram page at In the Greenhouse Haze. And check out Open Lions Radio at Open Lions Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lions Radio online at www.openlionsradio.com. Now stay tuned for Through the Greenhouse Haze. Enjoy! Wow, I'm sick of doubt. Live in the light of certain south cruel bindings. The servants have the power. Dog men and their mean women pulling poor blankets over our sailors. I'm sick of dour faces staring at me from the TV tower. I want roses in my garden bower, dig. Royal babies, rubies, must now replace aborted strangers in the mud. These mutants, blood meal for the plant that's plowed. crazy you must not know who your family is huh myra she's like nope you must not where was her family she must be a gangster from the area because this girl was like oh you are not talking to myra like that you want to end up in a ditch (laughs) you think they wanted to end up in a ditch I don't know. It's a pretty rough part of town. They're going to tear down that whole store and move it. They're going to move it two blocks easterly, which will put it in a whole different market. I wish demographics weren't so blatant. But How far? Like two blocks. And that changes everything. They're going to move it to Canyon Lake. And, mm. and it moves it to where? a whole different market from uh, Lake Elsinore, yeah. right off the That's a totally different market. Canyon Lake, uh, the Grape Street the Lake exit. Elsinore? Yeah. Oh. Everything else in the strip mall that that sh- store shares has already been shuttered. I don't know. There was the... there used to be like um, an Incredible Universe. Remember those? Yeah. Um, those were cool. I used to just go walk around in them because they were so big. Yeah. So it's hard to get anyone 
to really comply with the program in that store because they're always just like, we're just tearing this garden center down anyway. And they're going to move it up to Canyon Lake. And it'll still be my the store. The people of Canyon Lake won't stand for Lake Elsinore people coming Absolutely into their Absolutely not. They won't. Is that going to be... Is the is the Walmart in Canyon Lake going to be behind a, in a gated community? Because it seems like be, that's all that Canyon Lake is. I mean, is, it is, right? Gated community after gated community. It's, it's beautiful. It's aesthetic. It's clean. It's expensive. It's a lot of uh, military and service members. The Battle of the Lakes. But um, for where it is right now... And I don't know what makes... Well... It's kind of right across from that um, that blackjack casino there by the lake. Yeah. Wall the Walmart? Yeah. It's just... I wouldn't even say that it's a sketchy part of town, but there's plenty of sketchy characters around there. There's a lot of noise out tonight. Yeah. What are they, there's all these helicopters that were going all day. And... Last night, too, and tons of bombs late oh, yeah. last night, just like in a weird cascade. I heard the bombs in Marietta And last night. there was an earthquake like three nights ago. Where? Here. Here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But I can't help but think that, like, they're constant bombarding. Bombarding? Bombardment? Bombardment of the fragile erosion susceptible coastline. Is somehow affecting the seismic activity of this region. Like, how could you not? Oh, I see. We have an active fault. Why don't we add so many pounds 10, of dynamite per day? Yeah. Why do they do that? I don't know. Do they not cherish this great land? They don't. Don't you think Chihuahuas share a common link with fruit bats? <laughs> yes. Why are you laughing? That was weird transition sorry I was streaming consciousness <laughs> uh, yeah you were showing me that picture earlier and uh, it looks it's like a uh, somewhere way back in time a fruit bat like fucked a little dog maybe like a little alien dog do you think do you think it was an alien dog a, uh, alien dog isn't that a strain yeah no chem dog alien dog is a yeah, I guess alien dogs are cross between alien OG and chem dog. I thought so. There's yeah. a ton of noise. Good lord. Yeah. So I first got kind of into fruit bats when my Aunt Anne gave me a book for Christmas, like a big, glossy, from Barnes & Noble book called The Rainforest. And it has a whole chapter dedicated to these little subspecies of fruit bats. Oh my god. They're so stinking cute. They look like little chihuahuas with wings. They do. They're like mythical creatures. Like there's like seven of these albino little tiny fluff balls resting on a monstera leaf somewhere in some rainforest. And it's like the cutest thing I've ever seen. And they just want to eat fruit. And they just shit. <laughs> they, they, they just shit gold. They, they don't even want to eat fertilizer. Fruit. They want to eat the, the like guanos. The, they the want to eat the flies. They want to eat the fruit flies. Is what they're eating. They eat the fruit. They're, they're eating the flies that are that are they're helping all the people. Larval they're things. helping yeah, people. Yeah, I know. They're they're great. And then all they do, you know, it's like oh, a piss excellence. No fruit bats shit just pure fertilizer gold. You can buy guano. It's the best thing for your plants. Iron rich. 
They're just out there making waves, those little fruit bats. But the problem is are the crazy ones. We I don't used think to there's go, crazy fruit bats. Yeah, we could, they're, they're the rabid ones. Like we used to go to um, southern Utah a lot, to St. George, Cedar City area, and there's so many bats. And they always say that the if there's if you can see a bat swooping at you, that's a rabid one, because usually they want nothing to do with humans. And there would be these crazy ones that would like just come after you. And then you'd get like, these one or two... Like, I'd be there for two it's months. It's crazy and, to like, think one of, because I've me, seen but, a yeah. lot of bats, and they're always very timid. I've never the once The night that I got abducted one. by aliens, <laughs> there was a Which shit one? Ton the night you lost in time? In Cedar City, yeah, the night I lost time. There were fruit bats everywhere. We were walking the streets oh, of Cedar City earlier in the night, and there were, I don't know, fruit bats, but there were bats. The whole sky was filled with bats, and, like, every once in a while, this crazy bat would come out of nowhere and I have this New York Mets hat like uh, Kuchma or that like like that Bill Bill uh, Billy Crystal wore in uh, City, w- City Slickers and Kuch my friend Kuchma had like taken it from he's being such an asshole that night he had taken it from me I remember he was wearing it and he wouldn't give it back Kuchma and I remember walking like through the street mood. of Cedar City Utah with bats everywhere and he wouldn't give me my hat why are you so hung up on the hat? I don't know. Maybe it would have protected you. I'm not like so a much hung up on the. Covering. I'm not so much hung up on the hat. It was just that he was just being an asshole. It was weird. Then what? Then we went back to his apartment, and my friend Eric and I sat in the car, and he went in the house. Then what? I got abducted by. I don't know if I got abducted. I I lost time. You lost time. It was that night. Were you on substances? Sub- I was straight edge. I was straight edge. Hmm. I hadn't even um, tasted. I, okay, I, by that I had tasted a beer at that point, but I hadn't been drunk. I hadn't even been drunk. What about Kuchma? He was on show. Oh, yep, dude was uh, alcoholic since he was sixteen hmm. or younger. Interesting. But I've been listening to this podcast on Stitcher. It's a Stitcher podcast. It's a, like a limited one. It's just like a it's like a series, like a limited series, kind of like they do on Netflix, where they like take a topic and so it's like it's like eight or ten episodes podcast series on Heaven's Gate. <laughs> and, What's his name? Uh, Marshall Applewhite. Applewhite. He's not Jim Jones. He's no, that was Jonestown. Oh, okay. This was Marshall Applewhite. He's the. Kind of like shocking white no, hair, listen, like yeah, tall, yeah, but the, okay. I just, I just eyes. want to make sure I have they, the right guy. So in my they head. started that, um, that that they call it a cult, but I don't know. It started way back in 1975. It wasn't until like I think like the early 90s, late 80s, where they actually named it Heaven's Gate. But that thing started like in 75, and he and and he's not even the one. Like Marshall Applewhite, he was the guy in the videos and the recruiter, and he was the guy there at the end because his wife had died. In like, uh, she die of? eighty-five, I think, like eye cancer. Yeah. And, but but he met her way back, and when he met her, they started this thing. And she like, was his in. She she was the base. She basically she's the she's the founder. Oh shut up! And he used to he when they they used to teach these things like they used to teach together and lead together. But his shtick was always. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. I have questions of faith. I look to her, oh, and she was actually no his way. mentor. 
But then she died in like '85, and, and like he carried it on. Super but weird. these people thought that they were like it was always about like UFOs and 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 that they talked like they talked about like they talked to God. I mean, they were they were way into like it was all Christ, uh, Bible based, but they were finding things in the Bible that were like that supported supported their wacky their, claims. their claims that and and so that like. At the end, there's like 39 people who all commit suicide. And it's like over the course of like four days. And they Did go, Marshall Applewhite kill himself yeah, in that yeah, whole thing? Yeah. He was one of them. Yeah, all of them. He was one of the last four. That's so weird, huh? And, and they show these videos of him. They're taking videos. They're and they good, all wore the they're, Nikes, right? Yeah, the, the matching Nikes, Nikes. And they have these homemade tracksuits that said like Heaven's Gate Exit Team or something like that. And. I might be in it for the tracksuits alone. Yeah, and so, but so what they did was they would go in waves and like they would drink this punch that was like vodka and barbiturates, and then they would lay down and then <laughs> as they would lean. and as they would yeah <laughs> and then as they would die the surviving people would put a like a blank uh, like a purple blanket over the top of them and the thought was that they were killing themselves they were but lit. there was a it, it was with the Hellbop comet remember the Hellbop yes. comet the Hellbop comet there was a it was there was an alien the mothership was coming with that but they had to leave their bodies to meet the mothership to meet the, they would be reincarnated in time to in, catch the comet at, as and fly the out UFOs here. were coming to take their spirits basically and give them UFO bodies they were, they had they had Get to release everything here. the first thing they did when you joined it the first thing you did when you showed up is they made you cut your hair Men and women, they're just these ugly ass. That's so prevalent haircuts. in so many major religions. To just be an, a, a, it was right. like it was androgyny like, and you had so that when you looked in the mirror, you saw no remnant of your former self. You just saw the, what, what you. Everyone looked exactly the same. Wow. And some of the men like agreed to even be castrated, including Marshall Applewhite. They were just they were castrated. The sex was a, a tool of the devil. You kept them in these bodies. Yeah, it was like it was all right. about leaving the physical. Yeah, it was all about leaving the physical. All they wanted to do was leave this world. Yeah, but you, they're, in their, you and wonder, in their exit it? in their exit videos, they were so happy. They were like, "I just wish I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm actually getting you to go to the great beyond." I hope that mothership picked those people up. I hope they're on some other dimension. They all believed it, and doing even, real good and, work. <laughs> and that's why I have a hard time with it being called a cult because like, I, know. She, I think that he actually believed in himself. You know what I mean? Like they right. actually—it was something they believed. He wasn't like in doing anything sinister. He was right. actually thinking they were going to do this. That's wild, huh? Yeah. Whew. Well, cause, well, cause I've been kind of grappling with this kind of topic lately, cause. A dog starts to show signs of slowing down, getting sick. And if you talk to a lot of experts, they say, like, the point where you kind of want to do it and actually put a dog down is is before the moment they realize they're dying and are in a panic. Like, you don't want them to go into that fear mode because right. dogs don't just go it, like, hardcore You don't want to take them survival. out of their pain. You don't want, to, want them to even go into the pain. You don't want to give, like... Many dogs will never even show symptoms of pain, but then it hits this certain point where they become they aware that they're weakening, and then they, like, start to come harder. Like, they just will go so hard, and, like, it's this just, it's so hard for a dog to die. And I remember my dad saying, like, dogs just, they never just give up, you know? And so we put them down when we love them out of, out of grace and out of um, just not wanting them to cross over into that fear zone. And we think like we can buffer them and they just happily pass into the next oblivion. 
unawares, and I was thinking, like, we should be able to do that for humans. Or is there some value in that gritting moment of death? Like, what do you think? I've been thinking about it a lot. I don't know. We talked about when my grandma passed away. Right. And that's why I say gritting, because she's my experience with it, with her grit, like, gritting her teeth and just, and I've also known other people to pass very peacefully and quietly. Um, but some. You've also known people that pass suddenly, for unexpectedly. Their mothers, their fathers, baby Jesus, anyone who will come for them. And I think, oh man, I don't know. Do you? Is that like a necessary experience, or is that something out of like mercy and science? We could. What happens when you remove that fear? When you're not afraid to die. Well, I think that's what happens with a lot of like older people who do psychedelics. I think that's why they're starting to finally study that kind of stuff. Yeah. What do you think about it? It does take away that fear. I don't know. I'm terrified to die. Would, I, I, would you I could honestly... Would you, if someone could give you a shot and make you not experience death in this, this worldly death, and instead some kind of... No, I'm, gonna, I'm a clinger on. I'm a clinger on. You're a Taurus been, by I've nature. Had, I've had you're nights... You're so grounded. You're in the earth. Like, you're so earthly. I've, I've had nights where... Seriously... Recent nights. Like, every night. This is my every night, pretty much. Is I feel like I'm dying. And... I don't want to die, and I feel like if I fall asleep, I will die. Here, this is my problem. This is why I'm up till this 3 a.m. This is your insomnia problem. This is why this I'm has up. Been a, I haven't told anybody a, this. I haven't yes, told you, anybody this. we've discussed this. this for a decade. But I, but I haven't told anybody this. Like, this was as recently as last night, and I'm sure it's tonight. This is my everyday experience right now. I'm doing this right now. Is every night I lay in bed and I feel like I'm dying. And I feel like if I close my eyes, I'm going to die. If I, no, not if I close my eyes. If I fall asleep, I'm going to die. I can't fall asleep. If I fall asleep, I'm going to die. And if I can just, if I could just ride this feeling out, and I do, I usually ride the feeling out. It's usually like you're trying to stay three, awake while you go to sleep. Yeah, right. And then exactly, it's the same as trying exactly. to stay conscious while you're dying. Exactly. And and then it's the same feeling. It's and the same it passes, exercise. And I, and I and I sit there and I and I reason with myself. Like, I say, what am I, doing? I say, this happens every night. This has been happening to me since I was 25. It's the same argument every night. What with happened myself. when you were 25 in your sleep? Kind of here's a funny here's a funny thing the first time I remember this, this the first time I remember this happening was was I was driving across the west desert of Utah listening to Art Bell and listening to ghost to ghost am and was being this so the storm into it when you no were... this was a long time no this was this wasn't the storm this that was going to Page Arizona this was oh, okay. this was probably I was probably mid-20s and yeah because because I, I was working these weird hours. Because I had I was working this job where I would um, I'd get up in the morning and take Megan to school, and then I would come home and I'd work. And then and Paige was a lot was born, and so I would take Megan to school. And I'd come home and I'd work from like um, ten a.m. to two p.m. I, I was working from home. I was doing graphic design, and I would just sit at the kitchen table and I'd put on PBS. And set Paige on the big, comf- the big mm-hmm. reclining chair mm-hmm. with her bottle what or whatever. No, oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there, and and um, 
because I'm just telling I'm just, that's where I was at that point because I was listening to Art Bell at night because I would work because then I would go pick up Megan from school and then I would spend time with the kids and then I would go back to work at 10 p.m. and I'd work until 2 a.m. and to stay awake I would be listening to Art Bell right. and I was li- living in the basement of this house where I knew multiple people had passed away right of natural causes but I sure, knew they sure. had just like this house and I used and I'd be at right at the even, even right at this is the very bottom of the stairs is where, was, <laughs> right. is where my computer was and uh-huh. I'd be working down there and and I'd be listening to Art Bell and I'd be freaking out but I remember coming home from Wendover Nevada and driving across the desert listening to Art Bell and laying in bed thinking I was having a heart attack and I was going to die and putting in my earphones and laying in bed and finishing because Art Bell wasn't dead, but it, or Art Bell wasn't dead. <laughs> Art Bell wasn't over <laughs> by the time I got home. Oh, my God. Art Bell wasn't over by the time I got See home. See why I picked that And name? I wanted to listen to the rest of it. And I remember laying there thinking, oh, my God, I'm dying. What's up, Bob? I'm dying right now. And and I just got to stay awake. I could just right. stay awake. And so I, I was listening to it, and then at some point I like took it out of my head. I took the earbuds out because I was like, "This thing is what's tri- tripping me out." It's true. And and then I would just and so, but it's been going. It's been going on since then, but it's kind of come and gone. It hasn't been like a consistent thing. But right now I'm in that cycle where I'm laying in bed at night and I'm like, I'm dying right now. If I fall asleep, I will die, and I just have to stay. And awake. that's so, so funny because I we have these parallels. But it's me, and I'm trying to stay awake while I fall asleep. I'm trying. I'm literally trying to hang on to the gasping breaths of my consciousness as I enter. The dream realm because I want to lucid dream and I want to control the narrative and I want to control the scene. And if I can just stay lucid as I slip into this dimension, then I can build it all and I can make it glorious. And you are taking that same exact moment and going, I'm dying. I'm dying. And I'm like, it's the problem I have. Let me stay awake as I slip in. It's the problem why I can't have a, 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 when I when I take psychedelics, I never fully get there. I never let myself fully I know, get you there. You never do. You and block when I, yourself. And when I your and when I'm in so meditation, strong. you're the most stubborn Taurus. When I'm in meditation and I'm about to like break lose, through, breakthrough, I never let myself. I'm always afraid I will Why die. Why you like that? Is it the Mormon in you? I don't know. But I just I don't. And so so what I do now is I put on cheers. Can I ask you about I put on the cheers and just stuff? play it in the sure. I post, it's weird. I've been I having some Mormon conversations me lately. Me too. That's what I was just about to say. So I posted that um, I regrammed Janie because she was like, "What I know about church history? Yeah. What I know about being a normal and human actually, being?" I actually sent her a and, message. About yeah, that. and uh, someone messaged someone who's followed me for almost a year and a half. DM'd me, "Shut up! You're not an exmo, are you?" I'm like, uh. Yeah, and she's like, me too! And I'm like, oh my god, no way! And we went into this thing, but, um... Because of Instagram witchcraft, because of just getting to know my fellow uh, coven, uh, meeting Dolly, both in the real world and the Instagram, but just all these witches... Um, and then I think of, like, how would we idealize, like, a Joseph Smith type of person? Well, he was totally witchy. He, like, pulled out the dows. He was a water witch, uh, digging for treasure, um, charismatic, total weirdo who's like, oh, yeah, I can look through this rock in my hat and totally or 
I love his whole shtick. Like I don't I don't like how it ended up necessarily, but the beginnings the beginnings are some legit prophecy. And so I found this new, totally renewed appreciation for church history between the lines. Not this blah, you know, not the blah, blah, blah. Not the doctrine. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the drama between the doctrine. It's like a, it's like a pseudo Bible or maybe it's a, no, it is a lesser version of a local Bible type of thing. You have these main characters and those who were brave enough to say it. Um, against those who were actually brave enough to hear someone say it, against those who stuck to the old ways. It's just interesting that they would be like... I just... I'm sorry, is is original Mormon writing kind of this weird hybrid of starseed, magician, Christian? It's so... Hermetic and strange. These stories of him carrying a talisman of Jupiter on his person. Him being tarred and feathered because of his visions. I just... He wasn't tarred and feathered because of his visions. I just had this conversation. If you ask I just, a church historian, he was tarred and visioned. I, I'm not talking about... I just had, visions, I just had this conversation at work yesterday. You somebody was the somebody. I don't want to defend the prophet. Someone was talking to me about something, something. Oh, oh, here's what happened. So Doug, uh, my brother Doug of uh, Sabbat Shalom, listened yeah. to the podcast. You guys haven't talked in a while. He no, we're gonna talk in a couple weeks. He uh, sent this picture to the family group text thing. I'm not on that text. It's only the brothers and sisters, and so there's no other spouses. Your sibs. My sibs. And he sends it, and, and he's, like, dressed up like an elf, and he's sitting, like, on this, uh, on a basketball hoop. <laughs> like, like his legs are dangling. He's, like, he's in the, 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 the high school gym. Like a dunk tank? No, he's just sitting on, he's sitting on the rim of the basketball hoop, like, up in the air with his legs hanging down. Like, he's just in the gym sitting on the, like, his butt's up against, his back's up against the glass, the back, the, the backboard of the basketball uh-huh. thing. And he's wearing an elf suit. <laughs> he's sitting up there, and I and and I show it to Nick, and I go, "Hey, look, this is uh, my brother. <laughs> he's a he's Nick a at work. vice principal. Yeah, Nick at work. He's a vice principal of uh, high school. And he goes, oh, where's that high school? And I told him, I'm not going to reveal where Doug is. Sure. I told him, and I go, my ancestors actually uh, founded that city. It's bountiful. <laughs> Abundance can be disruptive. And. And uh, he, uh, when you, and, and, I, and he goes, what, what year was, oh, when did, when was that? And I go, I don't know, early 1800, 18 something, not early 18, but late, I go 18 something. He goes, 1800, whoa, that's a long time ago. I go, well, the Mormons came into the Salt Lake Valley in 1847. He goes, oh, with Joseph Smith? I go, no, Joseph Smith was dead. It was Brigham Young. Was Brigham Young. He's like, Brigham Young. And then I, he, I goes, Joseph Smith, I don't know anything about it. And I told him the story of Joseph Smith. And he was like, what? What? That's what happened? <laughs> That's did, the guy? How did you word the story of Joseph Smith? Give me like a, a I bet non, jo- okay, okay. Just a quick synopsis. Like a- okay. So Joseph Smith um, started this thing, and he got these people to follow him. This was He was back east. He was in New York, Kirtland, 
mm-hmm. at the point, or I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where he was actually killed. Navu, some somewhere out there in the in the on the east, and and here's the thing. So he got these people to follow him, and he'd get these people to join, and he would send the men off on these missions. And while the men were off on these missions, he would like marry. He not only would he the fuck their wives, he would marry their wives, and he would. He has convinced their wives that their only way to pass through the veil into heaven is to be married to the man with the priesthood. And at the point, he was the man with the priesthood. Marry me, and so he would marry all these wives. Kind of genius. And 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 then and they were they were of all ages, and there were like twelve year olds and shit. And so this this. Uh, Newspaper was getting ready to go live with the story, print the story about how he was this philandering piece of shit, right? And he was like, what he was doing, this polygamist. And he went with a bunch of his goons, the Mormon goons, and they like set fire to the printing press. Yes, <laughs> they, yes, they I destroyed that. the newspaper. It was place like a Watergate. They, yeah. they decided they were just going to trash the everything. And he got arrested for it. Yeah. And as he's, then he got tired. And as he's better. sitting in jail, Carthage. This is yes, Carthage, Carthage, New York. They lynched him. He was sitting in jail, and no, they were coming to lynch him. They were coming to like tar and feather him. Mm-hmm. And his brothers like snuck him in a gun, mm-hmm. and he like drops out of the the. It was like a young guns moment. Looks like a Billy the Kid young guns moment where he Did, jumps I mean, drops out really, of the. It couldn't have possibly side. gone down like this. no, because the Mormons don't tell the story. I this know, isn't the Mormon I know, I know, version. Still, this is the real version. He jumps the out of the version doesn't seem right. No, either. this is the real version. He he Billy the Kid jumps out of the upper store second story roof and he comes down and he gets into a shootout with these people and he ends up getting killed. Sure. And so Joseph, or so Brigham Young becomes the, is the next in line, and Brigham Young's the one that brought him out west. And then they get out west. Patty and, did not like Brigham Young. And and Brigham Young, they're out there, and, and so they're doing polygamy in Utah. And Utah wants to become a state; they want to get become part of the union. And and the the federal government's like, uh, nah, uh-uh. bruh, not with polygamy going on. You're not. And so suddenly. God comes and speaks to the prophet at the current date, the current moment, prophet of the church. I don't know if it was Brigham Young at that point or if it was whoever came next. And and God comes and speaks to him somewhere in the Salt Lake City Temple. There's a room where God... I used to totally fucking believe this as a kid. Like, my mom had me convinced that right. God would, like, walk the halls of the temples and the prophets. Right. The president I, no, of I the believe church the same would, thing. I believe would, that would God literally lived at Temple Square in Salt and, Lake. And he comes and down and he goes, there, and God comes down, God comes down and he goes, now's the time to uh, lift polygamy. And, and the prophet comes down and goes, God has said to me, now is the time to lift the, lift polygamy. And they lifted polygamy and Utah became a state. But here's the thing. You got these people, the FLDS, the fundamentalist mm-hmm. Latter-day Saints, who still adhere to their That's, old Joseph Smith version. They got murdered in Mexico. Yeah, they got murdered in Mexico. They're still but being they got murdered in Mexico. They shouldn't. They don't fuck with the cartel, pers- man. Don't fuck with the cartel. That's it their was bad. Mistaken That's their, no, they, they were there first. No, no they. But the, but the cartel but actually moved into their territory. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that, when the cartel moves into your territory. You move. I know. I get it. But oh, it's such a sad story, man. Talk about persecution and just total sacrifice. Awful. But so I'm trying to explain. So then there's a. Right. So now you have the FLDS. And you've right. got Warren Jeffs, who's in prison, but he was like, now they really do like try to marry the twelve-year-olds and shit like that, mm-hmm. and 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 they go back, they go back to the old Joseph Smith pedophilia version of the church. The new version of the church just goes along with 
Right. Like, the president of the church is basically just the guy that says, all right, we conform. Right. <laughs> you know? It's just weird, isn't it? Here's this crazy thing. So, in, so Heaven's Gate, the thing, so... They cast, they did opposite. They castrated Heaven, no, themselves. Heaven's Gate, the, the leader, Bonnie something or other, she went by T. She was T, and Marshall Applewhite went by Doe. Doe, Remy, Faso, La, T, Doe. She was T, he was Doe. That was, that was where the names they went by. She was T. And so T... So the whole thing was you have to separate. You can't. You have to cut off contact with your family. Don't write them letters. Don't do anything. But she was secretly writing her... She had a daughter that she abandoned to go find herself and do this stuff. Who she left with like, like family members. And, right? Yeah, exactly. The exactly. Buddha abandoned his and child. And she was telling her congregation, do not talk to your family. And she was secretly writing her daughter. And one of the last things she wrote her daughter before she died. That's whack, one of the man. last things she wrote her daughter before she died was always conform. Don't put yourself through the bullshit. Basically. I don't that, that's I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically always conform. While she was non conforming. She, was non-conforming. she says her thing was always conform. No, always conform, it will save yourself a lot of it's heartache. Mormon. Was, and, well, that sounds she, yeah, exactly yeah, like yeah. Mormon. It's like every Old Mormon bitch I know is tough as nails, and she'll still tell you, conform, conform, conform. It, against everything that's happened to them, they still tell you that. Yeah, because they don't want you to go through the pain of non-conformance. Non-conforming is fucking painful, man. But all they do is conform, so they, how would they know? They don't. They're still conforming. Anyway, conforming, Mormon. Just about a week ago, Stormin I opened the door to the garage to find my holiest of holy ancestral artifacts being destroyed by dogs. There is great controversy in my family over who got my <laughs> grandfather's original scriptures. I have them. He gave them to me when I was 12 upon my confirmation. He told me he felt personally that I was the one who should be the keeper of them, that I would understand them more than anyone else, and he gave me his entire quad. And I walked out here, and the dogs had chewed the original red leather deer hide cover off of my grandfather's Book of Mormon. Egregious. <laughs> Egregious, but also whatever. It's just, a, it's just a fucking Book of Mormon, man. I know, but it's got his fingerprints and his handwriting and his so highlights. What? So what? And now the beautiful cover's torn, but no pages were lost. And his signature wasn't lost. We were watching that, um... I just... Of all these years that I've carried it around, and I've lost a great many things of value, but I've somehow kept these... Up until last week. <laughs> They're gone, man. Let them go. I know. You know what? My favorite is the Pearl of Great Price that he gave me. Because it's full of pictures. And I used to actually really like to sit in sacrament and I look at the stack of them. It was before they all came in one little thing, you know. I take I take the whole stack of them to sacrament. All four. Um, but my favorite was the Pearl of Great Price. It was light... It has a blue cover. I have it. And uh, it is mostly pictures of that early kind of Art Nouveau angel god. It's good stuff. 
you know. Yeah. You know, with the pink sashes and the blue tinted wings. Well, was, he was a writer, man. He was a writer. Anyway. The, uh, <coughs> I was, um, we were, we were watching that documentary today about Arthur Miller. I'm tripping on Arthur Miller. And he, he, like all these pictures of him look like my grandpa. So like my grandpa's like heavy in my mind right now just because all these pictures Mine of Arthur too, Miller look like Because the dog like be eating his books. Yeah, so I and tell you. it's tell just you. so weird, all the synchronicity, because I just had a conversation like the day before. Um, I don't remember what triggered it. Something about writing a movie, and I was like, no, write a play. I'm going to write a play. It's going to be simple. Like John Ware, and then he appeared in that thing today, and I'm like, oh, I was just barely like thinking about six degrees of separation and all of it, and uh, and um, that weird ass production of uh, in Watermelon Sugar that's on YouTube when the tigers ate my parents. Like I always think about that. Um, It's really underrated because. Just like you were saying, like, I do these writings and I think, like, how could I possibly, I, like, it's such a surreal, like, uh, multi-dimensional, not of this realm scene. How do I do it with the language? Like, weird ass, like, Brodigan. Yeah. And no one's going to get it. Well, no. They some will, people though. Will get like, it. The critics won't get it, though. The, the mainstream critics won't. won't get and it. that's what I loved about that uh, biography about Arthur Miller was just, like... He premiered. He bombed. He came back. He came back with some of the saddest motherfucking what, shit you ever seen. People just you've froze. Ever seen. But they then, froze. But then he tried the to transcend like, it. People couldn't even leave the theater. They were just locked there, bawling. Like, don't you want to affect people like that? And then he, but then but he tried is. to transcend, and he tried to go above that, and he was writing things about like existence and shit, and nobody had wanted anything to do with it. Well. What if Marshall Applewhite, M.A., and Arthur Miller, A.M., both were just trying to convince people that the mothership is coming? That the mothership is coming. And Art Bell, A.B. <laughs> you know what I loved about Art Bell is he believed everybody. He always kept the enthusiasm in his voice, even when it was like... This person is clearly schizophrenic. He always uh, maintained the interest and enthusiasm in his throat chakra that would at least get them to uh, have a catharsis. And Even not if feel the catharsis stupid. was. Sometimes people would just admit, you're right, I just made this up, but I felt like I dreamt it. I felt like it really happened. And he'd be like, oh, well, there you have mm-hmm. it. It happened in the mind's eye. And, he, and everyone was cool it's with like, it. It's, like, still okay. Like, it doesn't even have to be real. It's like you Seinfeld. can bring it here. George this Costanza. is the dimension where we work shit out. If like, you believe it, Jerry, it really happened. It's true. But look, 39 people drank that Kool-Aid yeah. in their Nikes. And maybe in in they, a mansion in Rancho maybe Bernardo. They are. Maybe they are on a mothership in Rancho Bernardo. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Right here? Yeah, here. That happened here? They rented a mansion in Rancho Bernardo, and that's where they that's did the it. That's the nicest neighborhood. That's where yeah. I picked up those uh, those two boxers that I walked for all of January last year. Oh, my 
my gosh. And I, it was, it was funny. I, I hadn't watched Game of Thrones then, but I brought the dogs home late in January. I think it was January 7th. And the code wouldn't work for me to put the dogs in the kennel. No one would answer the front door, and they were usually, she was there to get the dogs, and I, no one would answer, and I couldn't get through. And I walked around to the back sliding door, and I didn't want to be like a creeper stalker in Rancho Bernardo. It's a gated community. But I like, I knock on the screen door, and he's in there. He's a Marine, ex-retired Marine general or something very nice guy or whatever but he was watching like the most dramatic scene of game of thrones and he had it like cranked up so loud on his big screen and i'm like knocking on his screen door as both of his dogs are barking and he i could just watch him through the uh patio door and he was like totally in the moment with jamie lannister it was whack and then all of a sudden he turned and was became aware of my presence and was almost like this bitch just see me go crazy on Jamie Lannister <laughs> like <laughs> yes yes but um Rancho Bernardo so clean so beautiful so spotless you can hear it people it's immaculate you can hear that on the Californians Rancho Bernardo it's Rancho Bernardo and you can shop at the Ralphs there they have an olive bar um, of Mediterranean olives, a bar where you can select different marinated olives. You know, um, Barons and Temecula also has a olive bar. If you're into olives, Good which was know. one of uh, Fallbrook's original crops, it olives. went olives, then avocados, now wine and weed. Do you think Fallbrook still has is still the Avocado capital of the world, or I that's don't. What they're calling themselves. I think there's definitely somewhere in Mexico, huh? Uh, more, yeah. But evolution is moving south. Like the spirit of nature is slowly migrating. It's like a, it's like a, like a cursor moving from one side. You know, it has to go all the way across the page before it starts again. But it's getting there. She's going all around the world. In a south, a southern manner. She's moving south. Taking the fertility. Pomegranates. Avocados. Pecans. Things like that. Pecans? Pecans. Pecan pie. Things with a lot of oils that support brain function. It's not here anymore. I'm going to move south. Citrus is here. Right. And citrus prevents scurvy when you're salted by the sea and the elements. But it doesn't necessarily foster brain development the same way avocados. It also pecans, doesn't bring in money olives. into your bank account like avocados right. does. But see how um, even the spirit of prosperity is a spirit and it's on the move? The spirit of prosperity is a spirit. It is. It travels. It, it travels. travels. It moves in a spiral it in moves a south. In a spiral. And when it gets in to the, the zero south. point, then it starts back when up at the north. When it gets to the zero part, it starts back at the north. What do you think? I think you're right. It inspired America, and we had our moment in the sun, but now it's moving, and it's going to liberate Mexico. What do you think of America? 
America's in shambles, just like foretold in the end times. What about the rest of the world? Um, also in shambles? No. There are many places. What about the spotlessness of Korea? The discipline of their environmental... Now, if we could have that discipline with our much sparser population... Whoa. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's almost lost in Korea just because their population is so dense. But if you applied that to some place where, like, San Diego, where we still have a little bit of breathing room, and we're mm-hmm. almost there. We're almost there. Like, we're a San small Diego's model the of forefront, it. Man. Of the discipline of, like, fine, smoke your cigarettes till change. you get lung cancer and die of Marlboro, but can you just please put your butt at least in the little sandy thing so instead that they can scoop the, it out instead, instead of, on, of the on the ground and on the beach? Or it goes out to sea. Like, really? These things... The, your little filtered chemical things, like, fine, have them, you've always had your way, I can't smoke a joint walking down the street, I still get smoke blown in my face everywhere I go, all day long, in big box stores, whether it's outside Home Depot. You can have tobacco smoke blown in your face, all, Yeah, that's what I'm saying, smoke. all the time. Tobacco smoke blown in my face all the time. I can't eat lunch outside without someone, and, I mean, I just... Even in Utah, people, like, stand away from the door. But here, it's bad. I smell, I breathe so much cigarette smoke. Just throw your shit away. That's all I ask. I will breathe your smoke because you won't go 400 You really won't. Thing, Whatever. I, I'm great at holding my breath. Just put your shit in the garbage. I'm great at holding my breath, not underwater, but just in public. For some of here's the, thing <laughs> the about, rudeness. Here's the thing about pot smokers is... The little roach that's not a filter is, is completely biodegradable. It's made of hemp. hemp it's going gold. back into the earth. Your filter isn't going anywhere. It just sits... Yeah. They're just... It's so gross. It's so gross. I just really hate it. But, um... Anyway, the spirit of prosperity. It's on the move. It's like a lottery. It's the natural evolutionary lottery. It brings with it a climate where uh, fruits and vegetables and legumes grow with um, oils that promote brain function, and suddenly everyone starts firing. California had it for a long time, but we've kind of ruined it. Some of these helicopters outside. All the time. Fallbrook would have been like the perfect Eden. Could have been. Yeah. If That's why they built Pendleton, Pendleton right fucking on top of it. You're not allowed to have Eden, huh? No. Maybe we're in some Dante's Inferno uh, fraction dimension. I personally think everybody died in 2012 with the Mayan calendar. <laughs> we're just. 20 or December 21st or whatever. We're all ghosts just haunting all, each other. Yeah, like, yeah. The new earth is already born. Yeah. We're just in a ghost dimension. I totally believe that. I, there's like the zombification of humanity started in 2012 and it gets worse and worse and worse. And these people, they that are, we're all dead. We're all dead. And the weak dead are just letting themselves turn into zombies. They don't even care anymore. Like, don't you feel like I feel 
I walk into a store to like we walk into the grocery store. I've been talking to been talking. I feel ever since I came onto social media, I feel like I've been ragging to social media about the grocery store. But the grocery <laughs> store it. is where I'm is where humanity is. And the grocery store is filled with mindless zombies. And that's where you see the grocery store is where you see that you're playing the game. And everyone else is part is a part of the program. And then I start to think about the upper echelons of the game, right? And then you start opening your mind to different things. But you can't jump that far. You, it's like chess. You can only... Even you if you're a knight, you can still only go in an L. Yeah. And that's slow going. And you gotta just make your moves. You gotta play long game. It's all about Ugh. long game. Chess is so hard. It is long game. Oops. Whoa. I kicked the heater. It's got an automatic. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, time out! Angry machine. <laughs> Sorry about it. Angry machine. So that's where we're at in this world is angry machine. Well, it's we built this safety feature. I mean, look at it. It's on this rickety ass it's actually plastic good. base that looks like it could melt the at any moment. The safety feature has saved us. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you, uh, here's my question to you. Like, do we need the FDA or not? They keep, here's the thing, where we're at at this point is we are weak because the FDA has come in with these rules and now, now if something other than the FDA guidelines were to come into our system, we would be sick. But if we had, if the We've FDA had not existed, we would have been already immune to, to all these like things. everything yeah. already. Just if we had not gone against nature, she would have inoculated us. Fuck the government, us. man. Like if we had just followed the mother, just the natural way, and we ate the foods that were around us, yeah. which would automatically give us the antibodies to of the, the things that go around, around us, us hyper locally. Yeah. Like but not these broad swaths immunization generalizations like inoculate everyone with a suspension of chicken egg all across the world instead just or going honey, like or whatever. right like indigenous hyper local cures oh, for I'd be dead. I hate honey you would be oh, it's I, weird to think about I hate honey I mean it's just a gamble. It, a isn't it exactly the same as putting like a hundred dollars in a slot machine as to whether or not you contract some kind of disease that could have been prevented by a newfangled thing, or if by getting inoculated with newfangled thing you got the disease, which is also a thing. Or had you just eaten the honey. Or you, wouldn't you have could have eaten thing. honey and not been a bitch and just Eating the honey and been fine till I, 107. I don't have to eat the honey. I got my immunizations, man. <laughs> it's really hard, you know? Yeah. It's hard to navigate. <coughs> it's no wonder people would just be like, barbiturate Kool-Aid, cool Nikes. It's been a good run. <laughs> yeah, Pick yeah. me up Mothership. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, Mothership. It's not that far-fetched for me in to my, think that... In my heart of hearts, I know it's not happening, but... Oh, I hope Please there, happen. Can't, <laughs> you know this what I mean? Is, we're going to be done. Because this is getting deep, and Lana's, like, taking me into a place. And... <laughs> but I just want to say this. I really hope... I hope they're on that mothership. I hope they're out there just shooting rainbows back at Earth. Just like, when will you see? Like, you should have come with us. I hope they're out there. They are. They're out there. I hope I dream about 
a rainbow ship of non-sexual barbiturate mindset weightless beings and I hope that I dream instead of keeping myself awake so I don't die (laughs) you're not gonna die go to sleep Beneath a microphone stand Felt the quickness of pity Like a flash in a pan For the soul singer In the session band A red carpet bagger Makes a blackberry call To the plastic piranhas In the city of salt Wasted wheat paste campaign Post no bills on the wall Nothing to no one, but that's nobody's fault. See the soul singer in the session band, shredded to ribbons beneath the microphone stand. Felt the quickness of pity, like a flash in a pan for the soul singer in the session band. Discussion about the power of myth with a postmodern author who didn't exist in this fictitious world. Our reality twists. I was a hopeless romantic, now I'm just turning tricks. Just like that soul singer in the session band, shredded confetti beneath the microphone. Saw the conflict of interest slipping cash in the hand of the soul singer in the session band. Now his room is on fire since he painted it red. There's a stranger's silk sequins at the foot of the bed. He's been to weddings and funerals, but he still never wept. Now sorrow is pleasure when you want. In the session band We're like an infant Atop a white baby grand We'll need every sandbag And every man To save the soul Singer in the session band I never got home I grew old in an instant Now I'm all alone 
Through the crack in the dam, drown the soul singer in the sand. 